Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Luke. And welcome to our podcast. We're glad to be back. This is a TCU-themed episode, and we'll start with our college football playoff predictions. So, anyway, at number one, it's I'm, I have to sadly admit, but Georgia is going to be the number one team in the country. I'm sorry, but they are just insane. They have an insanely good electric defense that so far no one could get past. And at number two, we have Michigan and Blake Corum. Hopefully Blake Corum can get back to healthy, but we'll see about him. And I think if he's healthy, this Michigan team is going to kill Ohio State. So I hope that'll work out. But anyway, at number three, we have TCU. TCU and Max Duggan, Kendra Miller, Quentin Johnston. We just have too much for that number four spot. So that's why I have to say TCU at number three. And this number four team might be a little bit of a surprise to y'all. It is a one-loss team, and it is USC. The Trojans are doing extremely well with Caleb Williams, their new quarterback and their new coach, Lincoln Riley. I think that offense is going to be too much, and I think they will pass Ohio State after their loss versus Michigan, hopefully. And I think USC will be the number four team. What do you think, Samuel? Uh, at my number one team, I have the Bulldogs. I totally agree. Their defense is unstoppable. Brock Bowers on offense is for sure an NFL tight end, and he's really good. At number two, I have Ohio State. I have them beating Michigan in Columbus at home. Um, I CJ Stroud and that Ohio State offense. The big plays, explosive. I have Ohio State number two. At number three, I also have TCU with Ohio State beating Michigan. I think TCU would move up a slot over the four seed, which I think is going to be Michigan. I think Michigan could slip in as a four seed after a loss to Ohio State. I think they slip in, and uh, I put them as a four seed. And a quick question before we end this segment. So, clearly... In my opinion, I think most opinions are based off this one. Michigan probably has the better defense than Ohio State. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. how would you think that's going to overcome that Ohio Do you think the Michigan defense will be too much? Or do you think the Ohio State offense will overpower the Michigan? Ohio State offense overpowering Michigan defense. Because C.J. Stroud, I feel like the big plays that they could have. And as long as... I don't know if Travion Henderson's playing. I think he might be here. I think he's out. And then their backup is hurt. Yes. But I still think they were able to run the ball last week really yes. well. But I think they're going to be able to overpower this Michigan defense. And fun fact, Ohio State, like Samuel said, it's under their third-string running back. But they just have really good athletes. So at this point, their third-string running back is it's probably best, better than most of the other running backs. Yeah. So anyway, if you didn't know, uh, his debut, I think – was he had almost a hundred and fifty yeah rushing yards, yeah. three touchdowns. How is that possible as a debut. The third string? It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense. But they just got some good athletes. So anyway. Uh, next we'll move on to TCU basketball for the leading scorer from now till the rest of the season. Or yeah, so I'll go first. I have Mike Miles. Um, I just think he's he was really. Uh, he was really good last year, and I think he'll continue to be really good this year. Uh, I have a Damian Ball elite basketball player. He is really good on the offense and defensive side, and that's why I have him as the leading uh, scorer 
and he is going to have an electric start. Obviously, if you didn't know, he is suspended, but when he gets back, he's going to be hot on this TCU team, and yeah, I, I can't imagine him be doing bad, so that's why I'm going to say Damian Ball has the highest leading score. Now we have a TCU-Iowa State score. Luke, who do you think? So, um, if you didn't know, Ohio State, if you look at their scores, you can check me on this. Ohio State has not got blown out. Uh, I, uh, sorry, not Ohio State. I, Iowa State. I apologize. That is my fault. Yeah. Oh, Iowa State. There yeah, we go. I've seen that. Iowa State has that. not been blown out. They are just hanging with every like, team. And defense has been able to hold up. And tell me if I'm wrong. They're four and seven, correct? Four, because they're yeah, four, four and seven. six, and they just lost to Tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's they right, are four and seven. Four and, seven and the the good thing is. They would. Ha- they don't have a bowl. They have no bowl game hopes. So they're just gonna come into this and think. And they're oh, not. Gonna- yeah. We're sorry. gonna get killed. There's they're no not. Reason. They're not playing for anything at this yeah, point. Like they're just kind of mourning gonna- over the Texas Tech loss because they had no bowl game hopes. Yeah. No potential. But I think this TCU score is actually going to be twenty-one seven TCU. Twenty-one seventeen TCU. Um. I think with senior night, senior day with TCU, I think that makes a huge difference, especially with Max Duggan. Um, I think TCU is just going to be able to overpower. They're going to come in with a college football playoff spot on the line. Well, actually, I mean, with, with yeah, they will still have to win the Big 12 championship. But I think Iowa State, with 4-7, and seven, they're not playing for much. But you're right, they haven't been blown out. I still think TCU is going to come in and win by a lot. So I'm going to go with a 35-10 to 10 TCU win. Next, we have the most underrated player for TCU basketball from now to the end of the season. Uh, do you want to go first? Or? I mean, I'll, I'll go for it. So, okay. I think for the most underrated player, this is kind of um, is a little bit of a stretch, but I'm going to say this. Yeah, y'all might not think of this, but I'm going to say Rondell Walker because. His defense is good, and he plays with good confidence. If you didn't know, he hasn't had a great year so far, but the Oklahoma State transfer, I think he's going to have a pretty good start once the playmakers get back in their group. I have another guy like that who hasn't scored a lot, but he's really good on defense. I bet you all know he was here last year. He was a transfer from Texas Tech. Goes by the name of Micah Peavy. He, his defense is just so good, and he's just like Rondale Walker. They don't score a whole lot, but their defense makes a huge difference on the team. But I think Micah Peavy will be able to put up some points, but I just think his defense is just going to keep going and, like, just dominate these teams. And in my opinion, without a doubt, Micah Peavy is the best defender on this DCU team. Yeah. So, based off TCU, of what we've been talking about for the basketball what happened to them versus Northwestern State? What's going on? I, I don't know. Like, we didn't have Damian Ball or Mike Miles, but we, we needed to win that game. Mm-hmm. Like, we just, they they were out-rebounding us. They were knocking, they were just knocking shots down. We couldn't answer those shots. We couldn't score. We, we just, we, that can't happen. That can't happen this year. With, with, we were ranked 15, and now we're not ranked in the AP pool. The loss, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, like, you just can't lose these non-conference games at the beginning because it hurts your team a whole lot. Luke. When they when they look, yeah, like based off this, when they look back and say, 
What what losses do they have? Oh, Northwestern State. That's no, that's not a good that's not a good loss. So they will look back to that. Hopefully not, but hopefully they'll look back and say Mike Miles and Damian Ball were not playing. Therefore, that doesn't matter. But I hope that's what they think. But we we'll still should have yes, won. we still should have killed those guys. Uh, just a quick shout out to I do not remember his name, but if you're out there, you're probably not watching this episode. But if you didn't know, there was a one-handed, one sorry, one-armed player oh, yeah. on on North, the Northwestern State team. Oh, no, on- he he was playing with one arm. Imagine that. And just a quick shout out to him. Great job out there. And if you didn't know, but on the last play of the half or one of the last plays, Northwestern State had the ball. They set up an out of the oop dunk for him. It didn't work out. We got the steal. But just a great shout out to him and way to go. And I know that we, I didn't see that. But uh, next for the final segment, who has the most potential for TCU football? And I know a lot of people would say, like, QJ. I think I'm going to go first on this one. Who Like, they would say QJ. But we're talking about, like, most potential, not necessarily him. I am going to say Savion Williams. He is, like, I feel like he could almost be the next QJ, but, like, not quite. Like, he's not... I don't know if he's not quite as good. He's got the size. Yeah, but he, he has, like, this same build as QJ and can catch equally as well. He Not quite equally. But, but he's, he's, he's like, a body catcher. Yeah. He's just, he's just really good. So I think Savion Williams is the most underrated, or who has the most potential. So I'm going to have to say Kendra Miller uh, at around, I, I don't really know. I didn't look up this, but probably around 6 foot, 5'11". Kendra Miller was about 225, something around that. He is a big dude, and he will fight for those yards. After contact, I yeah. can't imagine what those numbers are. Yeah, when. yards after contact for him. If, you, if you were there for the Texas game, if you were watching it, he even had this play where he was, i got to say, six yards. So they hit him at, it was third and ten, I believe, something like that. Yeah. Third and eleven, something like that. He gets four yards about, and then he fights through. Doesn't doesn't, doesn't give up, breaks like three tackle, probably more than that, spins, and he, he never gives up. And he, he's just got the talent, he's got the speed, he's so fast, and there's just no shot that he is going to be bad in the NFL. And I'm saying that with confidence, he's going to make it to the NFL. So I hope that's true, but we will see. Uh, thank you for listening. That will conclude our episode. I hope you liked our opinions, and let's go Frogs. Yeah, go Frogs. Bye. Let's hope they make this college football playoff. Bye. Bye.